This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Inside the odds, couple of ladies and gentlemen, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, were presented as always by Prop Swap, and we got another great show lined up for you today because there is so much going into this weekend with elimination games in the NBA playoffs. A game seven this weekend, three different games seven in the NHL playoffs on Saturday. An all-time upset last week at the Derby. The NFL schedule is out. Baseball, Mike. I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. You know, we always do. We did it last week. We're going to do it this week. Calm, good to talk to you. Randy Merkin, ladies and gentlemen, right here for you. Six and one last week. I mean, you know what? A baby formula is going to be up. Gas is up. Everything's up. But the odds couple, America's number one wagering show, not only because we're entertaining, okay, but because we win. That's what we do. Six and one. The only blemish I tried to explain to my partner, God bless mm-hmm. him, he's, just, he's the best in the business, they'll be in awe of Golden State for a little You're bit. Right. Then they come back and beat them next. We don't know what to expect from the NBA playoffs. I do know this. It's been a great NBA playoffs for me. Uh, as far as catching up on things, I was also 2-0 in the bonus pick mm-hmm. last week. And, boy, my Detroit Tigers. Oh, that looks golden. You're taking set Taking me under. You know, I just want to say this. You're set. Anybody that wants to take a shot at Tony LaRusa probably wanted A.J. Hinch. And here's what yes. I'm going to tell everybody. Since I'm watching every Tiger game, if he doesn't have the horses, he doesn't know how to manage, folks, because there's no runners in motion. He's not making anything happen. Detroit's the most boring team in baseball right now. Torkelson at first base was supposed to be a phenom. It's going to take longer yeah, than take expected. Yeah. Baez right now, Oof. you know, uh, swinging at pitches still outside the zone. The other night they saw him strike out. So A.J. Hinch had a buzzer, and he had a stud team. In Houston. I'm watching him in the dugout. He doesn't even send out signals. So just be careful what you wish for. La Russa is a better manager than Hinch. But I will also say this. A lot of teams you got to be leery of. The Cubs I got the over on. Hopefully they'll get going. Boston under looks that good looks right good. now. That looks good. Yep. Tampa's 19-13. and 13. That could go either way. Yes. The New York Yankees look oh. awesome, so that looks like uh, it's going to be a battle in that division. It's just been, it's been great, and the NBA playoffs have been great. How about the Yankees? I mean, I, wow. I, Stan I, looks like I, he hardly hits the ball. I mean, and it's going 115 miles an hour every time he hits it. I, right. I brought up exit velocity because I know that uh, you know Stoney and and Je- uh, uh, Benetti. Je- Benetti should go for it. I don't go for that. What I go for is like Andre Dawson, just whatever it takes to hit 300. That's what we look at. That though, you got to pick up the baseball. You got to get better relief pitching. But like I said, Tony Larusa can't go out and pitch, and that relief that bullpen's on and off with me, Carmen. Right it is. I also don't know why he didn't bring in Tanner Banks to face Rizzo last night. That seemed odd. Joe That's Kelly legit. had completely lost it. But the Yankees are impressive. I, I yeah, mean, they are. They really. I mean, Judge the way Judge is playing, playing for the contract, they are an impressive looking team. And they steal bases now when they didn't before. They're just uh, their 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 uh, defense is great where the White Sox isn't. Oh. Although they went errorless last night. Yeah. When that happens, I mean, you should win. 
but, you know, our pitching is still suspect. The Sox do not look like a championship-caliber baseball team right now. I think uh, I think their starting pitching is pretty good. I mean, Cease had a weird yeah. night last night. He gave Probably. up six runs. but They're I mean, playing he, a tough team. They're playing a really tough team, no and they got to face Cole tonight. The White Sox are plus 155 tonight. No. The total is 7.5. Cole has given up just one earned run in his last three starts. If anybody's looking for a player prop ap- um, action, excuse me, a couple things I'll just uh, note about that game. We'll move on. But uh, Rizzo, always pretty good career numbers. Uh, a lot of games in that ballpark, obviously, as a Cub. Pretty good career numbers there. And not a huge sample. I think it's only nine or ten plate appearances. But Jose Abreu actually has very decent career numbers against Garrett Cole. Rizzo is in such great shape. He never came in after 16 in the shape he's in now. That man looks like a string bean. He looks but he's all muscle. He does. He looks he, felt. He looks felt. He looks like, and you know what? He's playing for the Yankees now. He ain't never going anywhere else. That uh, he's like like Aaron Boone said the other day, Taylor made for that. But I understand why he's felt better starting on the south side than going to the north side because that will be a big time thing for him. Yeah, we're going to uh, break down uh, more of the NBA too yep. as we go along tonight. Um, the NFL schedule has been released. I mean, the anticipation of that is, uh, I think, always kind of fun. I mean, some of it is is just pure lunacy as we start. I'm going. okay with it, but people are nuts. <laughs> uh, they are, but I tell you, it's just it's it's the it's the it's sort of like the stranglehold that the league has on us. We love football yeah. so much, Mike. I mean, the league's done yeah. a, a good job of this. There are some really intriguing. Sure. Uh, primetime matchups. I mean, they throw them at us uh, fast and furious early on. I mean, I looked gonna... at the Bears' schedule. It looks easy. Well, I'll tell you but this. But I, I look at the, they're probably saying, saying the same thing about playing the Bears. It looks easy. Mike, I'll tell you this. Based off of, I saw of Warren. the schedule. I, I saw Warren Sharp tweet this last night. Based off of, let's go off of the Vegas projected win totals, right? Absolutely. Let, let's go off of that. If we're going off of Vegas's projected win totals for all 32 teams this year, you are 100% correct that the Bears' schedule appears to be easy. It, uh, it, to me, I said we got seven, eight wins maybe. So here are the five easiest schedules based on Vegas's preseason okay. win totals, right? Yeah. Giants, one. Eagles, two. Colts, three. Bears, four. Lions, five. We got a shot. The five hardest, Mike, Texans, Steelers, Raiders, Rams, and Chiefs. Those well, are you the- know. After I saw the Bears schedule, I went to the Steelers schedule. And oh, I, I know. Mitch is going to have to play. My God. It's, but the Chiefs, listen to this. Their first eight games are against teams that had winning records. Yeah. How about that? That's insane. But but Mitch and the Steelers have a, a boy, oh boy. Uh, if they could get through that with a winning record or even 500, good luck. So, because I'll, I'll tell you, that's a tough schedule also. So their total is seven and a half. Now, and what's I think the Bears? We, uh, the Bears total is, depending on where you could shop right now and find a six and a half. I saw a six and a half this morning. There's I'm starting to sevens. like the over from what I saw, man. I still just don't know. But how... that's up to fields. I know. That's up to our defense with the new system, with new coordinators, with people that really, I mean, the players surrounding on defense and offense, are just okay. But, I mean, look, I saw the Jets on there. I saw the Lions on there. Sure. It's hard to ignore. Look, if we're going to pick on the Bears – the teams they're playing ain't all that either, folks. In a lot of in a lot of cases, I know we still got Green Bay. That's that's a win for Green Bay. But I saw Atlanta on the schedule. Yeah, I saw yeah, the yeah. Giants on the schedule. Washington with Carson Wentz. I mean, yeah, could be beatable, on. right? 
The Bears' first three games, week one, they are at home against the Niners. They're a six-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Seems a little high to me. I might make an argument for the Bears there. Well, because they don't even know who's going to be their quarterback. Good point. Is it Jimmy? Is it Lance? Well, is it Trey first Lance? of all, I'm, I'm done arguing Trubisky. How the hell San Francisco's going to go to a rookie? Well, okay? Second year. Or second Tra- year, yeah. right. How they're going to go with Trey Lance? I don't know. I don't why know what Baker Mayfield's out. I mean, Mitch ain't the only guy that got screwed around, it looks like. I know you throw three interceptions in a game, but you got to the Final Four, Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, my God, what's going on? I mean, I, I, and I, I, I would think that his thumb is healed by that. I think the timeline was June, July. So if, if he's still there, right. I, I, he's a candidate to start that, you know. Be, he a, should be. Be a homecoming for Jimmy, yeah. Bears are getting seven and a half week two Sunday night football at Green Bay. Oh, then they're a favorite in week three at home against the Texans in the look ahead the Bears. And I don't, I, I, and I agree with that. I saw the Texans under. I'm telling B, I go, BB, look at the schedule. I know we got fields. Maybe I'm not the biggest fan. But if he could show any promise, if sure. he could play some defenses that ain't all that good, and there are some on here, and some teams that ain't all that good, it's not out of the realm to take the over, folks. I want to say, and one I of... was going to take the under, but now I'm looking at the schedule. Hmm. I want to say one other thing about the Steelers. I'm glad you brought him up, and I know I'm not. We're not going to fight about Trubisky. I don't no. love the quarterback situation, but I think everybody knows our affinity for that organization. What yep. we think of Mike Tomlin. Yep. Uh, of course, Mike Tomlin has never uh, won fewer than eight games. They're total yeah. seven. He's never won fewer than well, eight. He's going to lose fewer than eight. It's this year after um, yeah. that schedule. But here's number two. Here's the amazing thing, though. While while they are number two in terms of the Vegas win totals and the teams they face, Agreed. this is amazing to me. Listen, I don't know if you heard this or saw this, Mike. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Do not leave the Eastern time zone this season. I will repeat that for everybody. Yep. The Pittsburgh Steelers do not play a single game out of their time zone all season. It is I, I, the quirk that is required for that to happen. To It seems to me. So maybe that's it, the balance. Uh, exactly. I think, they, I think they win eight games. So, well, yeah. I do, too, and I love their quarterback situation. Although I was distressed to see this. Pittsburgh basically did what I thought they were going to do. They didn't have a clear number 20. So you know what they say to themselves? Let's take a flyer and let's go for picket. And I've heard. Players, former and current, criticize him, but also they like him. Well, then I hear that he might not have gone if the Steelers didn't take him till 52. Mm. I'm going, whoa. Jeez. So there's a reason things are happening. Pickett's a lot. I think he's going to sit the first year. But it's going to be fun to have Fields trying to navigate maybe over the six and a half, and I'm with you on Mitch. You know that. I mean, he's 80-1 to one to be Super Bowl MVP. I'm even going to talk Carmen into putting in a dollar. <laughs> I know much. Randy said last week, you know, he's Mr. <laughs> no, Mr. No, Dr. No, Dr. when no. it comes to Mitch Trubisky. But you got to be a professional and put a dollar on it, don't Maybe you? Maybe a dollar, sure. Yeah, I, I wish I, I would have put a dollar on Rich Strike last week. I should have listened to my partner. Yeah, well, you know what? Loud. I want to say something to the regular guys that I praised. I guess they are regular guys, but we all become businessmen once money starts rolling in. I, I, I am so upset. Not upset. I just wish that he would have been able to race in the pre. Me too. I'm what with a, you. What a horse. I, and, to, and, to, and to end it like that. We'll, we'll talk to Jim Miller about that a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, my oh, God. Um, oh, Mitch Trubisky had a baby boy. Oh, congrats. That is yeah, crazy. and I, you know what? I haven't been invited to the baptism. And I'm surprised. I can't believe it. And Mrs. Trubisky, with all due respect, I see every picture. 
they're looking at the baby, right? He's he's looking at the baby, baby's looking up at him, and she's looking at the camera. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe they're posing him that way. I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen the pictures? I haven't seen. I'm going to go and look. Hey, look go at the pictures. Randy will tell you. I, he's looking at her. Uh, the baby's looking up at him. I love it. And she's looking at the camera. That's great. I want um, one of her looking at Mitch. But, I, I, I feel better going into the season. By the way, cheers to Adam Abdallah for giving me that stat, too, about uh, about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, I see it right now. Hey, she's looking at the camera. He's Always. Yeah. Always. Like Mitch, is looking down. Mitch is looking down at her. She hasn't looked at Mitch in any of the pictures yet. When we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy. Hey, now that uh, NFL schedule is out and Vegas is updating the totals and you know, we're going to talk to Luke and see if teams are already, if people, excuse me, are already buying teams, looking to buy and sell, never too early. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs and all that fun oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're going to preview both the games tonight. Got a bunch of great NHL, uh, Stanley Cup action this weekend that we can wager on. So don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up, folks. It's Carmen and Mike. We're with you each and every week. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco every week. You get us on the ESPN Chicago app on Core Replay 8 to 9 Saturday morning on ESPN 1000. We are joined as always by one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com where America buys and sells it's sports wagers, and he's a Chicago guy, and he's one of our faves, Luke Pergandy. What up, Luke? <laughs> hey, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. What's up, buddy? How you doing? You enjoying the playoffs? Enjoying the playoffs, yeah. It has been, uh, you know, I, living out in New Jersey, I kind of adopted the 76ers. Mm. <laughs> um, Tough. Just, you know, being like 45 minutes from, uh, from Wells Fargo. But, uh, you know, yet again, they exit early, and yet again, uh, Joel Embiid injury uh History plagues them. It's uh, he's he's one of the best. To, honestly, he's one of the best basketball players in the league, hands down. But just it just seems like it's um, he just can't finish it when uh, the time is needed. So tough, uh, tough exit for them. Yeah, but James Harden uh, oh, crapped the bed, uh, and you know I know I remember we discussed this, Luke, because you're a James Harden guy, and I said to myself, I don't know if this is a good fit. I think he's been exposed now. Uh, the fact that I don't think he went to the free throw line. And he played 40 minutes, uh, yeah, something like agree. that. He took two shots in the second half, right? Took two shots. I mean, the yep. aura is over with him. Maybe the rule change got in his head, but the guy didn't take care of himself. He's been on four teams. I know that you respect the guy. I've never liked him. I thought he was a coach killer. I thought the media has carried his water, even though he had some good years. But that's this is a shocker because Maury put all his mm. eggs into this basket with all the fiasco with Ben Simmons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, Daryl Morey, Northwestern guy, I believe. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, James Harden's an ASU guy. I'm a U of A guy, so we can uh, we can cross them off. No, <laughs> kidding. Um, you know, no, I I hear you. I mean, look, like the the free throw uh, shooting lack thereof in the playoffs yep. is a totally fair criticism because that that was half of his game, yes. right? I mean, he would he lived yep. at the charity stripe. Um, and he just did not get that done in this playoff. Like, there's no reason that team should be losing to Miami. I think, um, you know, probably Milwaukee will make work in them, but we'll see. I mean, Milwaukee's obviously without, um, without Middleton. their star Middleton. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I completely agree. The blame should be placed on both James Harden and Joel Embiid. Um, 
you know, speaking of Joel Embiid, one of the most popular questions I got throughout mm-hmm. this season was, when should I sell my Jokic or Embiid MVP ticket? Because it really was down to those two for most of the season. They were, you know, uh, Embiid was minus money in January. Uh, Jokic then took over at about minus money in like February. So it really was a two-pony race for most of the season. Um, and my rule of thumb is minus money. So anytime you can sell a bet, at minus money, in my opinion, that's a lock. Like if you're, if there's still time on the clock and you can lock in a bet at minus money, which is what you absolutely could have done on props up for Jokic or Embiid at many points throughout the season, that's the time to sell. And some people took advantage, but I would say, you know, 95% of people did not take advantage. Mm-hmm. And uh, those, those Embiid MVP tickets are not worthless. That is great advice. I hope everybody listens to how Luke just explained that for future reference. I'll never forget, guys. I mean, the three of us, January 2021, you know, having a conversation about, man, look at the way Jokic is playing. He's I like, loved him. He's like 12 <laughs> to 1 to an MVP. Now here we are 14, 15 months later. He's won two of them. I mean, yep. it's just yeah. incredible, you know? Incredible. Yeah, he's looking but, like Aaron Rodgers out but, there, back but, to backs. For for just you know what do we always say though the I, I, none of us I don't think like it it just seems to be reality voter fatigue starts to set in Michael Jordan never won three consecutive NBA MVP awards remember that the last guy to do it was Larry Bird in the mid eighties guys don't win three straight anymore so start looking when the yep. the odds are posted in the offseason at anybody but Jokic because Jokic and Joker as much as we love him and he's great he's not gonna win three in a row I mean you know it just it doesn't happen Giannis LeBron Michael Cope Duncan none of them have ever won three in a row so just uh, keep that in your memory bank yeah. for next year Good point. yeah and, and what about just unloading any other tickets now that we're getting down to you know we're getting down to it here we're gonna be in the conference finals in the NBA Luke um you know, yeah. a, a same kind of advice that people should be if, if they've got get a heat ticket. Or, get, or, or if you got a heat ticket, what do you do, right? What I do mean, you do? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, so the heat right now, they're like three to one mm-hmm. in some books. Like, I, I posted on Props Up at plus 275, and, you know, they've been, they've been 30 to one um, this season earlier in, the, you know, like December ish in the first half of the season. Um, so, look, if you can get 10x on your money, on a Miami Heat future right now with, you know, a ton of time still to go. You know, obviously it looks like they're going to play uh, Milwaukee, but we don't know. It still could be Boston. Um, and then, you know, on the on the west side, you're going to deal with Phoenix or Golden State. Like, my goodness, I just – I don't see that Miami team winning at all this year. Um, and, again, like, just because you're selling your ticket on props up doesn't mean you have to get off the Miami Heat. So take your 30-to-1 ticket, post it for 10x what yep. you paid for, that new odds of 3-to-1, and then go take some of that cash and go rebet the heat. But make sure you get the best of both worlds. You came so far yeah. that this team is, you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals here. Uh, lock in some money and, and get the best of both. I think it's smart. Luke, thanks as always, buddy. We appreciate the time. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday, okay? Thanks, Carm. Thanks, Mike. See you, pal. <laughs> You're our guy. I love Luke Pergandy. Luke Pergandy. At Luke Pergandy on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure I love what he up. said. Yeah, you could you could sell Miami now. I would sell Boston now, too. I just don't believe it's going to happen. Too. I, I mean, uh, Giannis is one of my favorite players of all time. Guy comes to play. We talk about Luca also. Oh, Luca. I mean, my God, Mike. He's so good. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, to me, I, I, I had uh, last week 4-0, and and it was based on, I think now you bet the superstars. I mean, yeah. uh, Chris Paul's being exposed. I mean, people had him as a top-five point guard. I thought that was nonsensical of all time. I, you know what? You could think what you want. you got to win a chip, and uh, hopefully uh, he'll win a chip. Luca's young. He's going to win chips. Mm-hmm, uh, I would think. Put a team around him, Cuban. Put some people around him. Look what he's doing. Health's not guaranteed to everybody, but very impressive guy. There's a reason Jordan, uh, if you see it on Twitter, sees Luca hugs him, and Carl Anthony Towns comes up to say hi to Jordan, and Jordan starts back <laughs> and walking away. He says, who are you? I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, hey, 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 and they're yelling at oh, stuff. But no, he came up and hugged Luca and Towns came over to him, and Jordan didn't want any part of it. And maybe that's a reason that, uh, you know, Minnesota's out of it, too. Because, I mean, I forgot to say this. Carl Anthony Towns losing bowed to the crowd on his way out of the, out of, out of the uh, off the court. Strange. Yep. Uh, Celtics, Bucks, and Milwaukee tonight. Let's get after it a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, do you, game six, one-and-a-half point uh, number here. That's what we're looking at. Bucks minus one-and-a-half, 211 is the total another low total. The first eight Bucks playoffs games this year all went under. The last two have gone over because Vegas has adjusted and has hung numbers right around 210-211. Bucks just 17-29 and 29 against the spread at home this season. But mm-hmm. you're basically picking the winner here or almost. Uh, they're about, I think, minus 135, give or take, on the money line. What do you think, Mike? Do the Bucks end it tonight at yeah, home? Yeah, I think they do. Uh, I think that what happened to Boston is hard to recover from. Uh, that last game. I mean, they had that game. They were up double digits in the fourth. That's it. They had the game. You're supposed to win that basketball game. Giannis and and Drew Holiday uh, and the supporting cast, which has not, I I admit, Middleton wasn't missed for a little bit, but they missed Middleton. Okay. Um, They make their adjustments and, you know, takes away, you know, some of the other guys. But uh, I just think that I go with the superstar now. So, I mean, I'm going to give my pick early, but I'm taking – I'm not touching the total, but I'm going to take the Bucks. I just think they know uh, – you know, the coach takes heat, and, you know, I think he's done a good job. What else can he do? He's had a key injury. And uh, the other players are contributing. I expect that to happen tonight only because – Look what happened to Boston the other night. Sure. That's a tough thing to come back from. It and, is. and Giannis is just so good. I, yeah. I think you're right. I think they, they yep. know no no messing around. Don't send it back oh, to Because they'll go seven. back and lose at Boston. Yeah. They could have, that could happen. And uh, we're, as Mike and I are taping the show here this morning, we still don't have definitive word on Robert Williams. But if the mm-hmm. Celtics don't have Robert Williams available, I mean, look, they got destroyed on the boards without him yep. in game, uh, game five. I mean, just absolutely. They I know they won, won game the four, game. but they got destroyed on the boards. Yeah, they, they had it. They had it there, and Giannis, you like you said, win that just, game. Giannis just, he's got, he's figured it all out right now, Mike. I mean, he just, he knows. And Holiday had a big last couple of minutes. Well, how about the block on Marcus Smart? Right. It was great. Yeah, it was great. All yep. right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the other game tonight. What a weird <laughs> series we're seeing between the Grizz and the Warriors. We Ooh. got a game seven this weekend uh, between the Mavs and the Suns. We'll get after that. Some great NHL action. So Mike and I still have a lot to talk about. Plus, Jim Miller recapping what was one of the most unbelievable upsets in mm. Derby history. Um, we'll talk to Jim about why the horse won't race in the Preakness. It really sucks the life out of uh, the, the Preakness, obviously. Cool. We know Triple Crown on the line. So still a long way to go. Don't go anywhere. We're cruising along. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Follow us on Twitter, Mike at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. You get us each and every week on ESPN Chicago and the ESPN Chicago app. We talk to you about Celtics Bucks first game tonight. Can the Bucks close it out, Mike? And I think they will. Um, I will. I will say this one last thing, and then I'm going to move on to the next game. Um, Mike and I both uh, like the work that uh, Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss do on on Visa, and they're good. I Absolutely. Had, I, I had the guys on this morning, and I wish I'm, I'm mad at myself for not stopping the TV and backing it up because Mitch Moss had a interesting stat. Scott Foster is roughing the game. Now, normally we only t- talk about they Scott always, Foster. They always, right. Is he roughing the ball game? No. Well, that that's that's what we normally talk about, right? Like right. Chris Paul's never won a playoff game or something with Scott Foster. <laughs> right. But, but Ma- Mitch had a great stat, and it's it's something to the effect of, he's he's roughing Celtics-Bucks tonight, right? Something to the effect that, like, the in the last 25 elimination games in which Scott Foster's been the lead official, mm-hmm. the underdog, okay, or the team facing elimination has won the game 20 mm-hmm. of the 25 times. Yeah. It's like what? And, and Mitch called him. What he, he goes? He, they call him the extender because he extends. I can the tell when those guys have a good night or a bad night. Right? Absolutely. The next day, I watch them. They're very good. They get. get they, I get a lot of information from them. I like them a lot. And I could tell they're disgusted, the whole right. show. I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was a fascinating stat about Scott Foster. Yeah, and I who do, knows? Too. Maybe he'll be refing the, the Game 7 this weekend. I don't know. But that's the last thing we'll say about Celtics Bucks. Mike and I, uh, I guess we'll go against the Scott Foster trend. We both think Bucks right. are going to win tonight. Grizzlies, Warriors. Um, I, I don't know what the Warriors are. I can't explain uh, game five. I, no. I, I would think they're going to give a, a good effort. You nailed the way last Friday night was going to go at Chase Arena. They looked at him like, oh, my God, here come the legends. I, I don't – I can't – And then the, the next day they put up like – and they had a bad fourth quarter. I know. Memphis. I, I don't know. They didn't even put up a ton of points in the fourth quarter. They scored everything early. I can't understand game five. I mean, no John Morant. I, I, first of all – They play better without him. They're 20-6 and six without him. I mean, go <laughs> figure. I, that's I'm sorry. Thing. I don't care who you are. If the radio ratings are better when you take off than when you're there, I mean, you still you you, you don't feel completely great about no, it, even if the ratings are good. You don't. I mean, they're twenty and six straight up without John I mean, Morant. Seriously, he sprains an ankle. People get up and cheer. I don't know. I don't understand it, but I can't figure out what the Warriors did in Game Five. I mean, to be down fifty. Either. I mean, what was that? It was. Uh, I, I guess it's one of those games. The ones where the coach tells you, Carm, we're not even going to watch the tape. Okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the fact that they were exposed that bad defensively is of grave concern. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty bad. Um, there's some. But good... then again, I mean, they could come back tonight. They could. And hit, oh, they're 12 of 16 from three-point land. They could. Yep. You know, no, they're they're more than they, they are. Look at Dallas and Phoenix; it's been home home teams only winning. Yeah, yeah. So, so the there's been weird are. things going on. So Grizzlies are uh, getting eight tonight. Two seventeen is the total in that game. Mm. 
Memphis is 4-1 and one against the spread as a dog in the postseason. Season long, they were exceptional. 22-12-1 season long for Memphis when they take points. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies also own the third best against the spread record on They're the road eight points, this season. After they just blew them away. I know. Can you believe it? Well, I'm gonna, I would probably, if the gun was to my head, take Golden State minus the eight. But the, 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 I like the uh, under in okay. this game. Under 217? I, I like the under. And, uh, I mean, I'll give up because I'm going to be on with, uh, with Carmen Yurko. Um, that's who's on today. We didn't make any trades, did we? No. Uh, okay. I'm, it's us. Okay. I guess I, I'm back with the crew. No trades. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to give a couple uh, baseball games out uh, earlier. So uh, later, so it won't matter because uh, the podcast should be up, but yes. I'm going to go under on this. Carmen. Okay. Under the 217. Uh, yeah. I got 218. I like to okay, take the extra that's fine. Back, Yeah, know, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm sticking my neck out. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I am. It's actually up to 217 and a half. Yeah, I like it. It's um, scary. I, I think that for anybody, again, uh, looking for parlays or same-game parlays, things like that, I think there's an opportunity. If you mm-hmm. if you feel good about a side tonight, there's a couple of correlations I would just uh, advise yeah. for everybody. If you think the Warriors are going to do it the way they did last Friday and they kind of blew them out at Chase, Steph's over-under threes made in the game is at three and a half. Mm. If you think the Warriors are the play tonight and they're going to not mess around and put them away, I think that's a good correlation, Steph, to make at least four threes. And then if you like Memphis winning this thing and sending it back, I would take a look at Jaron Jackson's over-under 18 and a half. He's gone over. What's the money line for Memphis if you Um, think they're going to win? Hold on, I'll get I'll get that for yeah, you. Yeah, that's got to be something because they're getting it's eight plus, points. It's plus three ten. So you put a, do- a dollar yeah. down, you win three hundred ten dollars. Exactly, and so. and I think and I think if you if you're on Memphis's side, I think you gotta also combo that with Jackson over eighteen and a half, over twenty points in three of the five games. No jaw. I think he'll have to carry some of the offensive load again mm-hmm. and. Um, he can be hit or miss because he's still young and he hasn't played in the playoffs a lot, but they might have to lean on him some tonight. So I, I would take a look at both of those for that game. Uh, I'll tell you, you what, it's going to be I, – I'm looking forward to uh, uh, the Dallas game, too. Yeah, I know. I think. I mean, Luca. we've talked about him, and we love Luca. He's just – he's 23. I mean, he's still kind of figuring it out, and he's incredible. I, Did you see – I mean, really, I mean, two of the biggest trash talkers or rival type of guys who ever lived are white boys. Luka Doncic and Larry Bird. Did yeah. you see in Twitter him laughing on the free throw yeah. in the lane, laughing at Booker? I mean, seriously, giving them a face, and they have no love lost between them. That's rivalry stuff, Yeah, folks. it is. It's good. It's good. That's good stuff, folks. It's great. Like Don King once told me, Mike, he goes, remember one thing. I go, what's that, Don? Black versus white equals green. Remember that. I go, okay. Sounds like something Don King would say. Oh, it was big time because it was magic and bird. It was Jerry Cooney at the time when I interviewed him going against Larry Holmes, you know, and, 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 and I don't think it's that. I think it's like just two guys that don't like each other, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, yeah. Anything, any feel for that game on Sunday? I think it was about last I saw it was about a six point spread. I got to go into super, who's the superstar. I mean, it's no doubt what Booker's done. Yeah, no doubt. What, he's been great. Now, Paul's got to step up. I got to yeah. go with Doncic. I'm going to go. I mean, I'm going to go with Giannis, and I'm going to go with Doncic. You're betting on the best players. I like it. It's but the NBA. they're getting six. Yeah, yeah. See, because the home teams. That's yeah. basically what it's been. But that's the home teams. Yeah. Uh, basically, that have been winning. So if I go, oh, I'm going against the grain. What else is new? 
but uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go against the grain and, and say that the road team wins. All right, uh, th- three, wow. th- one unit. I, I love it. Go, go big. Why not? Why not? Well, it's not big to go one unit, but it's no, safe. But I mean, it's yeah. I I, I like it. Good, and your good. wins. I, I mean, I what's the money line might be two twenty five. That's uh, yeah, two twenty five, two forty, something like that. Maybe okay, yeah. cool. Give or take. Yeah, more cool. than double your money. Do it. I like That's it. That's it. Three different Game 7s uh, in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs tomorrow. How about that? Bruins, Hurricanes, Leafs, Lightning, Kings, Oilers. The Kings, uh, I'm sorry, the Oilers extended the series back to Edmonton with a, yeah. a, a win late last night. It was a 2-2 game in the final five minutes, and Connor McDavid is just so unbelievable. Did you good. have one of those hockey games, by the way? I did not. I did oh. I, wait, did I have one of which hockey games? The, like the bubble hockey. Yeah, so yeah, we had the yeah oh. with the original six on there. Yeah. Oh, the best. It yeah. was the best. And Toronto was one of those teams. Yes. And they've always been stepsister to Montreal, mm-hmm. okay, back in the day. But why do I think they're going to lose again? I mean, you know, I... I, I listen, you're playing the two-time defending champs. Yeah. I mean, like, ugh. And they played I, well last night. They just, they... You know, they, they lost in overtime last night. The Leafs got it. Uh, you know, they had a chance to, to knock out the defending champs. It's back in Toronto tomorrow. That's the middle game. Wow. I don't, I don't disagree with you. That's a lot you. of pressure, man. I don't disagree with you. It's the history. That's where players start hearing about history and how, how many times they've failed, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think you actually play for the Yankees, and you become better once you put the pinstripes on. Right, yeah. I mean, I look at Anthony Rizzo. He looks like a new man. I know. He, he something about the, the uniform. uniform. Yeah. You put certain uniforms on, okay, yeah. like the Yankee uniform, or maybe New England. You yeah. overperform once you go to New England uh, because of the lineage that's come before you. So, I mean, that's how I feel about Rizzo. So maybe I think Toronto. I think they got that complex, Carm. You yeah. know? No, I think that I think you're making an excellent point. Uh, Thirty. They got the players. They do. They got the MVP probably. That's right. Thirty nine total goals in the last. Five games, thirty nine in that series. All, look at all these. Can goals. you imagine if you've been betting the unders? Oh, you've been getting massacred. You've been getting destroyed. <laughs> Every game is five to four. Seven I have to, to three. Can I be honest? Hockey's taking a back seat this year to baseball. Uh, I followed it, but it's taking a back seat to baseball and basketball. It really has. Yeah. So, uh, who, have you been betting hockey at all? No, I've been watching some, but yeah. I haven't been betting it. No, no. I haven't. Maybe I'll make a play on one of these games tomorrow. Actually, I got a, I got a little hunch on one of the three games. Good. Seven, so maybe I'll I'll save that for a little bit when we give out our best plays. I do Sounds have one. Little, it'd, be, it'd be my first hockey bet of the postseason. I think I I, can't, I got the chills. I can't recall making another bet. Maybe no. I don't think so. And don't forget we got run about Randy. Yeah, well, though, yeah, he's he's you know, chomping. You forget at the bit about over it, there. then you, you get the silent treatment. Speaking of uh, chomping at the bit, what yeah. the heck happened in the Derby? It was so thrilling. It was so much fun. Our guy Jim Miller's going to join us to recap that coming up next, and I'll give you some plays. For the weekend, always a money-making opportunity. So don't go anywhere. We'll still give you our best plays for the weekend. Mike and I are coming right back. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, each and every week on the ESPN Chicago app. You can uh, always catch up on the show there. If you miss anything and you're driving around Saturday mornings, you'll get the Encore replay 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. 
Time to bring in another one of our staples, the expert handicapper over at Hawthorne Racecourse, where they've got racing all weekend long. What a beautiful weekend it's going to be. Say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Jimmy. Gentlemen, it's beautiful to look outside, look at a green turf course, mm. be ready to run on the turf course all weekend long. It's been a rough winter weather-wise here, but uh, I'll tell you, it definitely upgrades the racing at Hawthorne. So something I'm really looking forward to now that we're back to a three-day-a-week racing. Love it. Uh, I wish I listened to my partner's advice, who always says for the big races, just why take not take, take two bucks, everything over 30 or 40 to one, just put a couple bucks on it. I mean, when we did the show last Friday, guys, I, I wasn't even aware that Rich Strike was put into the race. I, I think it happened about 8.40 in the morning uh, local time, if I'm not mistaken, last Friday. I wish I would have paid closer attention and just put a couple bucks down. But, I, Jimmy, I, I got to be honest, and you as a horse player, I mean, and a handicapper, I watched the replay of that race five oh, times over the weekend. It, like secretariat, it, it, it was incredible. I thought the the, the announce the call was so good. It was absolutely. He missed incredible. it at the end, though. He almost missed it. Though, almost, but he got he. I like it, Jimmy. It was yep. so friggin' good. Here's the thing that's so unimaginable about what happened. You look at the official Kentucky Derby T-shirts that they put out that have the full field on it. Mm-hmm. Rich Strike's not even on that T-shirt because the horse wasn't considered that it was going to even be in the race. And you're right. It was basically a last-minute thing for this horse to get in because they had to declare whether they were in or out by 9 a.m. on the Friday before, mm. and Ethereal Road didn't come out till the last few minutes, and Rich Strike got in. But I'll tell you, it was very cool. And you're right. The, the announcers did a great job of picking up that horse because you look back, especially for some of these long shots, you really kind of dismiss them because you're handicapping the race a yeah, little bit ahead of time. You're calling it. a 20-horse field. Exactly. And You look when Mind That Bird won, for example. Mind That Bird was three lengths ahead before the announcer even picked that horse up in the stretch run. Wow. So they did a really good job of picking this horse up. But I'll tell you, the way the race ran, it was crazy because it was a suicidal pace early on, and I didn't expect that. But Summer is Tomorrow went way too fast early on, and there were five or six horses that followed, and they probably went a second and a half, two seconds faster than they wanted to through that opening half mile. And everybody just kind of fell off as the race progressed. Sonny Leone did a great job on Rich Strike, and every single move he made, weaving through the field, never stopped the horse's momentum, and the horse just came flying on by late. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> These guys, they're great guys, regular guys. I know they had a dreadful fire that killed 23 of their horses. Mm. I love the guy that was talking, the lead dog. Great guy. <clears throat> I'm not happy he's not racing. I think if Rich Strike was Mr. Red and he could talk, he'd say, listen, I got a shot at this. What are you guys talking about over here? Oh, we're going to see how he trains. We're going to see what happens here. We're going to see what happens there. They already hit the lottery. I know yeah. something about hitting the lottery. And believe me, once you hit it, you try to go for as much of it as you can. What did you make of the decision? Because he's going to end up racing the, the tail end sure. race. This one sure. is, uh, I think this one hurts a little bit, especially after they overcame Bafford with this great first race. It, it definitely, it, it hurts for the industry as a whole when, when you're looking at the everyday player compared to the novice player, because the novice player is looking and saying, oh, why isn't the Derby winner in this race running in the Preakness? The everyday player is going to say, okay, this horse now has a better shot in the Belmont because mm-hmm. they're taking five weeks between races. And this is a horse that not only is bred to run longer, wants to run longer but if yeah. the derby was run at the distance of the preakness rich strike doesn't get up in time epicenter is the winner rich strike probably runs third just because the preakness is a little bit of a shorter race now you look at these owners and the trainer 
Eric Reed, the trainer, has run numerous horses here at Hawthorne, and they're running and he's run horses in, in ten thousand dollar claiming races. He is your everyday man trainer, Sonny Leone, your journeyman rider. So they may see things a little bit differently. This is a once in a lifetime horse, but at the same time, they had that opportunity. They won the Derby, yep. and now if they go out and run a good race in the Belmont, then all of a sudden the value of mm. Rich Strike goes through the roof. And I think they're concerned that they'll have a horse that would be running late in the Preakness and probably running too late to finish fifth or sixth. Uh, Jimmy, real quick, before we let you go and we get some plays here, how about uh, the weekend at Hawthorne? Like you said, you look out, finally everything's green. Uh, We've made it. I mean, it went from 40 to 90, but uh, okay, I guess we can't complain. How do the horse, and I think we're going to get a little cool off tomorrow. We're supposed to get, I think, some rain and then a little cool off. Maybe that'll be good. How do the horses handle this kind of heat when we're talking about a few days in excess of the 90s? And, you know, how does it affect the racing tonight? heat, Heat is always worse for horses than cold, and you definitely do worry about that. We take precautions, and when you talk about precautions, we'll put the horses out on the track a little bit later than normal, so they're out under the sun a little bit less. When you come back from a race, we have multiple hoses that are set up next to the winter circle. So horses will get hosed off right away. You have ice buckets set up, everything like that, just for any precaution that's taken for the horses. But, yeah, 70 degrees is great, mm-hmm. 90 degrees not so much, but you do have all those precautions in place. All right, Jimmy, what do we like this weekend? All right, all at Hawthorne. Got to say for the hometown track this weekend. So three horses on Saturday. We'll bet them all across the board. Race number three, bet the one horse, Helen May's Song Across. This is a horse that has speed on the inside. Race six on the turf, bet the five, Roman Poet across the board. And then race seven, a stakes race tomorrow, bet the five, What's Up Dude, a horse that should be flying late. All right, so all three races Saturday at Hawthorne. Race three, the one horse across the board. Race six, the five horse across the board. And race seven, the five horse across the board. Jimmy, have a great weekend. Talk to you next Friday. You got it, guys. Good luck. Thank you. Jimmy! That's our guy, the one and only Jim Miller. Follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne. You got a race. Yeah, you got to put I, him I, in. Race that. I, you and I would over. If we owned a part of that horse, I we're going to would. war with these guys. I mean, what do I know about it? I don't know. They already the, won money. They did it. Yeah, I'm with you. Like to me, what happened to doubling the, down on winning? The great story would be, oh, you know, can God. this horse do it again and maybe go for that triple crown? And if he does it, he does it. He still won the Kentucky Derby, man. I know. Come on, what? guys, you God. won. I, I, like Jimmy said, he's won other horses with without a concern. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was, they I was, turned into businessmen overnight. I, like, was, I mean, like white-collar guys. Sorry to those out there. I was surprised to see the oh, news and God. a little disappointed because I do think it makes those big, you know, it would have made the Preakness so much more exciting yeah. to see could he you do think? it again. Yeah, well. I mean, the, the kick he had was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was, it was such a cool race. I'm telling you, I, I watched the highlight. I kept going he back. Over the, and over I, and over I did, too. I kept, I kept watching it amazing. on Twitter. I'm going, you got to be kidding me. It was amazing. All yep. right, Mikey, what do we like this weekend? I know you already you talked about the Bucks, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Yeah, um, I like them. Uh, under in the Warriors-Grizzlies uh, game. Yeah, I like that um, for sure. Uh, I'm I'm taking Dallas plus the six. Uh, Dallas I plus six. That. Yes. Uh, I just yes. gonna go with that, and I'm gonna have two bonus plays for later on. Hopefully, uh, for Carmen and Yurko at one forty-eight. I love it, and I'll give yeah. one. I, what I are you will, giving? I'll out, give kid? a hockey play, and then you know Ooh, we, we, were we haven't about, done that. I know we have not. There are three games. And then we got to do what about Randy? We will. Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give out the the. Hmm. I'm gonna say let's play the under in Bruins. Hurricanes. Uh, even though there's been a lot of goals in that series, you've seen again. You know, you've seen five two, four what two, is it? four three. The total is six. 
Mm, but, not uh, bad. That's low for today. Game seven, you know, I think things are a little bit tight. I think the Hurricanes yeah. take care of business in their home building. Wow. But I'm going to say uh, let's play the under six in that game. That's the first of the three game seven. That's tomorrow. awesome. So right, we got, I mean, folks, we're listen, you need baby formula. It's going up. You're looking for, for meat somewhere. We got the money <laughs> for you. Gas, yeah. everything else. Gas, what about whatever Randy? What about Randy? Randy? I'm going to go a little hockey bet, too. Oh, yeah. okay. I like the L.A. Kings plus 180. Wow. You think they're going to go into Edmonton and yep. win, huh? In game seven. Boy, that'd be devastating for McDavid and Dreyfus. Is Glenn Sather still around? I don't think so. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Glenn's All right. gone. Gary Curry still there? All right. Randy's going with the hockey play. He's going to the Kings. I love it. Randy fixes things up a little bit. I love it. Thank huh? you to uh, Randy Merkin, our executive producer. Thanks to Jake Cantu for getting the pot up today. And, of course, thanks to Luke Pergandy. And Jim Miller. And thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, Mike and I will see you next week. Happy wagering. Enjoy the week. What a weekend it's going to be between all the NHL and NBA. So uh, enjoy it, and we'll see everybody again next week, Mike. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike Norris on ESPN 1000.